With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am your co-host, Scott. With me, as always, is my main man, Mike. And this is Craft Brood Sports. Mike, let's tap that keg of sports knowledge, buddy. You pump up for? Yeah. yeah. What's going on, man? It's the start of pumpkin beer time. It is? Oh, my God. I've been looking forward to this yes. ever since we decided to do pumpkin beer. Dude, so this goes way back. Yes. Yes, because if there's an intro to the show of us just running into each other and randomly mentioning hey we need to do a podcast and always talking sports on twitter the for me the genesis of our beer conversations goes back to pumpkin beer when i happen to be sitting after work one night drinking a imperial pumpkin and you just so happened to post a picture of it on Facebook that you were <laughs> drinking at that night. And I remember getting on there and I'm like, no way, I'm drinking that right now too. It's the best beer ever. And so, yeah, that was the beginning of our shared beer love. Yeah, that was, that was, the, that was the missing piece to yes. get in the podcast together was Couple the beer. Of- it was like, all right, we got the sports thing. We need something. <laughs> we need another hook. Oh, beer. Sweet. We got it. Couple of basic beer drinking <laughs> bitches man i got it. so we got a lot of shit for our decisions for the top eight for this pumpkin beer we tournament. did but i also got a There's lot of a, shit just in general that's from true people you saying, did yeah. oh pumpkin beer what are you a woman which i don't really understand because i honestly don't know any women who like pumpkin beer like when i say my wife loves it yeah it, she's one of the only ones because <laughs> every time i mention how much i love pumpkin beer Everybody around me, men and women, are just like, oh, God, pumpkin, anything's just disgusting. I think that's what it is. There's just this thing now where everybody is all about pumpkin everything and putting, like, pumpkin spice yeah, in got everything. So they're just like, well, leave your beers alone. Like, my brother always shares the meme that goes around Facebook every year that's like, how to drink a pumpkin beer. Yes. Step one. Seen it. Pour it down the sink. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, fuck you, I like it. Pour it Good. in my mouth and <laughs> go over somewhere else. Yeah, don't don't buy the pumpkin beer then. Leave more for me to pick up at the store there and I go. will drink a lot of it. But yeah, we got a lot of shit because we did not put pumpkin in the tournament. Um, 
There was no reason to. We knew it was going to win. Like why? Yes. Why put we that knew into it was a going tournament? to be the number one overall seed? Yeah. And it is our favorite pumpkin. It's beer, yeah. So. There was. It wouldn't have mattered. Like I've had a lot of pumpkin beers, and pumpkin is my favorite. So I'm not going to put that in a tournament. Going in and being like, well, sucks for all the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to get beers. Show some love to yeah. the other pumpkin beers out it's, there because right. there's a lot. And there were a few that didn't get any votes. Uh, that, that was pretty shitty. Yeah. But we did have a, a scandal in the October Madness pumpkin beer tournament. Right out of the gates. <laughs> right out of the gates, there's a scandal. So Mike sent me a message right before we were going to record the night before. And basically, it was a note from Imperial Brewing for Kentucky All Bourbon. Tech, yeah. Bourbon Barrel uh, Company, and they had sent out a memo that there was a recall on all of their pumpkin ale, <laughs> and it was our number one seed. That was what everybody wanted us to try as far as the most voted on, and boom, immediately eliminated yep. from the tournament. Sorry, everybody. Ineligible, because <laughs> it got recalled, and they said in the recall, yeah, and we're not doing it again until next year, so sorry about that. Yeah, so our number one seed was out immediately, yeah. which that, w- that sucked, because... That is a really good pumpkin beer. It's a really good pumpkin I, beer. I've never had it, so I was super excited, but I guess I'll have to wait Look, until next year. You can age anything in bourbon barrels, and I am on board. Yes. I don't give a shit what you're putting in bourbon barrels. I'm probably going to drink it. I'm probably going to like it. Big Macs. So, uh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing like secret sauce in bourbon. <laughs> oh, my God. I just saw coffee that's aged in bourbon barrels. Like some hmm. like regular coffee, not like coffee beer. Like it was just a coffee where they put the beer or the coffee grounds in bourbon barrels and aged them in that. Everything. If I hope the bourbon barrel trend catches on, like the pumpkin trend caught on, because that would be legit. It'd be kind of weird to have like bourbon barrel cereal. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. That sounds awesome. That sounds gross. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I want that. I, I don't. I disagree. Well, tonight we're gonna, we're going to fe- feature the uh, number two and number three seeds in our tournament. Uh, so number two seed is Fathead's Spooky Tooth Pumpkin. <laughs> Fathead's coming out of Cleveland, Ohio, and then uh, the number three seed was Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale. Uh, Dogfish Head. We were talking about this before we started recording here. Mainly known for their IPAs, so uh, be interesting. Yeah, I. In full disclosure, I have had both of these in the past, but I don't remember having them. I have had neither, so <laughs> these are both intro beers for me. And we cracked open the number two seed first. Yep, since it was the higher seed, so we are sipping on some spooky tooth. I'm gonna be feeling began. really good by the end of this show. Nine percent, nine percent in the spooky tooth, seven percent on the pumpkin. So both of these are pretty high ABV. I think maybe that's why I like pumpkin beers because they're always a little bit higher. That's in true. The ABV. They, they do don't bring it strong. Yeah, the they ABV. don't mess around. It's like, all right, you're gonna make fun of us for having pumpkin spice. We're gonna get you fucked up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> See how much shit you're talking there. <laughs> but so far, right out of the gates. Uh, Spooky Tooth is delicious. It's really good. Delicious. It's really, really good. Uh, the thing I like about this one, a lot of pumpkin beers taste like pumpkin pie. They don't taste like pumpkin. It's like more cinnamon and spice. Yeah, and well. this one, it has a little bit of that, but it's it's got a good pumpkin flavor to it. It, it does, and... You said something about the the spice in general. I think that's what's gotten the bad rap is this pumpkin spice, and I blame Starbucks because right. that's what it. But pumpkin flavored things yeah. in general aren't too bad. No, and that's not girly. If you're anti pumpkin yeah. beers, 
Yeah. Get drink some better pumpkin beers. Yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> and it's not. It is not like drinking a pumpkin spice latte. It's no. not the same at all. <laughs> so get over your hatred. I say embrace that. the pumpkin beers. <laughs> I say that. And upstairs right now we have coffee creamer that's pumpkin spice coffee. Uh, I've got it at home too. Uh, I'm still basic with that. <laughs> it's not mine though. So that's what I've I'm going to claim too. It's, <laughs> I can I, didn't. I can honestly claim it. I can't say that I haven't had. Had some. I just say I didn't pick it up. I wasn't the one who pushed it on the cart. So, well, we'll uh, we'll check in once we switch over to the pumpkin ale here. Uh, but so far, Fathead's going to be tough to beat. Yes, in, in this opening round of the tournament, it is number um, two seed for a reason. Yeah the the next matchup next week is going to be Wirebacher Pumpkin Ale, the one um, seed. That's the the new number one seed, and then uh, <laughs> number four making it into the tournament didn't look like they were going to make it in, but River uh, Rivertown Pumpkin, which uh, we haven't had a Rivertown beer on the show yet, so huh. that's a that's yeah, a good that's... Cincinnati brewery that we'll be busting in, representing Cincinnati, and we'll see if they can uh, make some noise from the number four seed. Could be a huge upset. Could a f- be. Four-one upset. Four-one. Yeah, let's we'll see. see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Scott, let's check out Upper Deck, man. Let's do it. And we're going to start off Upper Deck, as always, with a reminder that it's brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can test out Audible's service with a free 30-day trial offer that includes a free audiobook download, no strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial within 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. And as we move into October, we recommend The October Heroes by Donald Hoyne. That's a pretty good book. It's all about, like... uh different major league baseball players and like people telling stories about these heroes from world series. So it's like players telling stories about their teammates. So it's a really cool book. So definitely check that one out. It's worth it for the free download. All you have to do to get that free 30 day trial and the free audio book, head on over to audibletrial.com slash sports. That's audibletrial.com slash sports. Or you can just head over to our website, craftrootsports.com and click the audible trial link. And our first set of stories here is a uh, another downer, as you may well already know, unless you were under rock. Uh, Arnold Palmer passed away at the age of 87, and that was a huge loss in not only the golfing world, but the sporting world in general. Some of you may only know him as the name of the drink, right? which is pathetic. Get, get a hold of your life. That's the only reason you know who Arnold Palmer is. But anyway, uh, dude could still crush the par three contest at Augusta. That was my favorite, yeah. watching him yeah. kick off the Masters. You know what, what my favorite was? That he was just at, he made public appearances all the way until the end. Yeah. Pretty much. He was out there doing his thing, promoting his sport. Absolutely. And, you know, wasn't one of these guys that just kind of faded into obscurity and disappeared after they retired. He yeah. was... He was out there. I mean, he only... I feel like he got more popular the older he got. I think you're right. Somebody said he was like still near the top ranks in endorsement deals. Even at 80-plus years old, he was Which still pulling in amazing endorsement deals. Is insane. But he lived a full life, and so for that, we're... Uh, Great ambassador of the game. Yes, He's... grateful to have experienced Arnold Palmer's life in yep. golf game. But unfortunately... The same can be said of Jose Fernandez of the Marlins, which, again, sure, everybody's heard about, but it was just so tragic that we couldn't not touch on it this week. Horrible boating accident. Not sure exactly what happened. There's rumors about what happened. Uh, we're not here to judge. Not here to speculate. 
All we know is that it is a very sad story. But there was a very large amount of tributes and honor paid to him throughout the week, and I loved every minute of it. it oh my great. god, it was like I I'm not afraid to admit that I cried man tears a lot over that, and I'm not even a Marlins fan. Yeah, like, I held them back because I easily could have. Man, I when they played the solo trumpet of "Take Me Out to the yeah, Ball Game," that was rough. So I purposely avoided watching that opening ceremony and like the tribute to him because I was like no I'm I'm gonna ball like a baby and then I saw the video of D Gordon hitting the home run and I was like oh D Gordon hit a home run good for him and I watched the video and to see him balling when he got to home plate out man tears lots yeah, of man tears. it was it was rough and it's one of those times where I don't really I don't really get affected by celebrity deaths too much right and it's not like I'm a Marlins fan, but I'm a huge baseball fan. And just knowing what he meant to the game already and could potentially mean. But taking it out of, you know, sports context and just enjoying watching him pitch. It's just, it's sad because he was only 24 years old. 24 years old. He so He young. could have been so young. That's the shitty thing is like now forever we're going to be talking about like, man, he could have been the best ever. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll never know. Well, and immediately we'll it reminded me of, you know, a few years ago, and barely anybody remembers it because it wasn't, you know, Jose Fernandez wasn't a household name, but a baseball name. If you're a, a fan of the sport, you know who Jose Fernandez was. But a few years ago when Nick Aidenhart for the Angels died when the yeah. DUI, or he didn't have a DUI, but a drunk driver killed him. Yeah. He was in a car accident and where a drunk driver hit him head on and he died. And I never heard of Nick Aidenhart prior to him him dying so it was like whoa man that's really sad and the angels you know but it wasn't it didn't have the same effect because i didn't really know who he was and so it immediately took me back to that but it hit me a lot harder than than that one and a lot harder than i thought it would and i i mean when i opened up twitter sunday morning and saw a tweet from one of the 49ers the things that i follow said you know our thoughts and prayers are with jose fernandez and i'm you know, I'm thinking, who the hell is Jose Fernandez? Why, you know, yeah. with a 49ers tweet account tweeting about that, I, I didn't think that Jose Fernandez. Right. I'm thinking, okay, this it must be somebody that I don't know. And then I'm scrolling through, and I start seeing, you know, baseball people saying, you know, Kane confirmed Jose Fernandez. I'm like, they can't mean the Jose Fernandez, like not the Marlins, Jose yeah. Fernandez. Like what? And you know, to just so all shitty, of it happening man. was just crazy and surreal to me. So, so shitty, and uh, like you said, it was it was such a weird storybook on that weekend because it was Arnold Palmer who lived this long, you know, full life was an awesome yeah. person in a sport, and then Jose Fernandez who didn't really get the opportunity to to, to opposite to get to that spectrum. Yeah. yeah, so shitty news to start off with. Um, moving on to news that made LSU fans happy, at least. Les Miles was fired this week. Um, I, Finally, I guess. Yeah. It, the crazy thing about Les was he, he everybody wanted him fired last year, but he wasn't. He he was brought back, and nothing changed. He didn't – everything was still – it was still crazy Les Miles. Uh, and if you saw the end of the, the game where he did get fired, it was a complete shit show. They threw the – it was a pass to the end zone, 
and they caught it. LSU caught it and thought they had won the game, and then the refs reviewed it and realized there wasn't any time left, so they took the touchdown off the board, and LSU lost. So it, it's so crazy to think, like, one second, maybe Les Miles still has his job. Well, and you got to believe that he would have because you're you not going to fire, fire him after, after a win. win. You yeah. yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> and, and funny enough, they are playing Auburn, and Gus Malzahn is kind of on is, the hot seat, right. too. Had he lost that game, would we be talking about exactly. Gus Malzahn it could being be, yeah, fired? Just, put in Gus's name here, but I saw a tweet from Bruce Feldman this week that he said they wanted to make the move now because they were afraid that Les would screw up, I guess, and do something to save his job. So stupid. <laughs> yeah, so, so we got stupid. We got to get this fucker out of here now because he might fuck up and beat Alabama this year. Yeah, he might, <laughs> he might coach really well the rest of the way and... Save himself. We, we can't have that. We can't do that. We got to get rid of him. That'd be horrible. Just tank the so, whole season. Just tank check, the whole season. Check and the Kickstarter account. They got enough in there. All right, good. We're fired. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. They were just waiting. Uh, like the the dude that started the Kickstarter Kickstarter account to fire Gus Malzahn. Yeah, they, they met it, their goal. <laughs> they finally colored in that last it. bar at the top of the temperature barometer. They hit it. Like, we're we firing got him it. now. <laughs> Win or lose, he's done today. We made our goal. I just that's. So crazy to me, but I uh, I don't know where he's going to end up. I don't know where Les ends up next. If he ends up anywhere, does he does he coach next year somewhere? I don't know. I feel like he's going to be on game day for a little bit. Mm. He's going to be on TV somewhere. Go the, yeah, maybe go the Urban Meyer route. Yeah, I think he'll be on TV for a minute. I don't think there's a rush to hire Les. I feel like five years ago he was that super hot coaching candidate. Yeah. yeah, and everybody assumed he was going to end up in Michigan because he's a Michigan guy. And obviously that never ended up happening, but I don't think that there's a hot market out there for him. He kind of I don't think so either. Kind of burn. And he, you know, I, I like Les, but I feel like he screwed himself because he just was so stubborn about the way that he coached yeah. and didn't want to change anything. Right. It was like fuck you, spread offense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think you have to completely. I mean, you can be Nick Saban and only incorporate certain elements of things and have your way of doing things, but when your way is just completely f- falling flat on its face and you're recruiting well, you've got to switch something up. You've got to do something. you got to bring in somebody. you got to relinquish power somewhere, if nothing else, to save your job, man. Not if you're less. You're just no. going to eat some grass and say, fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it my way. Yeah, well, he's going to be doing it my way in the booth. He's eating his own grass. <laughs> uh, and... Other college football news, um, two separate situations, both equally as fucked up. Um, we had some Alabama football players tweeting during the debate this past week about, you know, the debate, what they thought, their opinions on things. And unfortunately, we live in a world where you can't share your opinion, especially if you're an athlete, without a bunch of people telling you to stick to sports. Maybe so dropping a uh, nigger on you, uh, so and stupid. you know, telling you that you have no business discussing politics, and that the only thing that you should do is sports. But that's what happened this week. All sorts of people tweeted back at these Alabama players that you know they had basically had no right to say anything about the election, despite you know being American. Dad, you ain't got no right to <laughs> vote in this country. Yeah, just 
play football and win us championships. <laughs> Don't do anything else. Stay out of the room, my daughter. Hey, y'all, we didn't bring you in here to fucking talk to us, okay? It's unbelievable. And it's the same thing that happened last year when Missouri, at the end of their season, when yeah. they were protesting. And, you know, they said after this happened, hey, yeah, we faced similar things last year. We right. we know exactly what they're going through. We got you. And it really bothers me, especially it always seems to happen at these traditionally, you know, racist schools, like historically <laughs> racist schools. Yeah. They're like the complete opposite of the historically black colleges. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're traditionally historically the, racist the and HRSs. racist era. Yeah. But, you know, uh, on game day, they're rooting for all these black players. They love them. And then the other six days of the week, they, they won't even share a booth with them. Like, you know, they don't want anything to do with them. And it drives me nuts. I just don't understand how you can divorce yourself from being a fan and being a human being. It's like they put it into two separate categories, and I just don't understand how that works. The funny thing to me is if any one of these guys during the debate had tweeted out, like, damn it, I'm, these, I don't want any of these gay people getting married, these same people oh. would be like, you goddamn right. <laughs> get, get them out of our bathrooms too, right? <laughs> like, that's... It's just because they don't agree yeah, they with them agree that with they're, they're like, yes. nah, you're a piece of shit. It's so- but even if they did, I, it just doesn't make sense to me that anybody can sit there and say, well, you're not allowed to have that opinion because you're a football player. Yep. Or, uh, you know, stick to stick to winning us games and don't do anything else. That's. <laughs> I mean, if you really read between the lines in that statement, it's, hey... You're just our our football slaves. Exactly. <laughs> we you're brought not, you here to we do don't, one thing. We don't bring you in to think. Yeah. You're, you're here Get to out play there and football. pick that cut. <laughs> don't be reading. Nobody tell you you could read. God, unbelievable. And I know it's not just at those. Uh, you know, it happens at other. No, places, it happened in Nebraska too. That's the other part of that story. Yeah, Michael Rose. Uh, um, had his uh, also had people telling him after protesting with the uh, in a Kaepernick type fashion, raising fists and whatever. Nebraska had people dropping the end palm. Told him, him he man. should be lynched. Yes, that's ugh, people are so fucking awful, man. Yeah, standing I, what you believe in means you deserve to be killed. I'm normally good about like. Putting myself in the other point of view to be like, all right, I get where you're coming from with that. But with these people that are saying this awful shit to these athletes, I can't even, I don't even know how you get there. I don't understand it. No. It makes no sense to me. That It just angers me. Let's move on. Cap. <laughs> There's your cap update of the week because we, we touch on them somehow every, every week. week. It's going to happen every week. Because there's always somebody <laughs> dumb out there. Uh, well, good old Greg Hardy's back in the news this week. Yay! <laughs> we was, missed him. <laughs> he was pulled over this week for uh, not using a turn signal. That's not where this story is important. The uh, police asked to search his vehicle. He said, sure, go ahead. During the search, they found a Louis Vuitton wallet in the center console that had cocaine in it. 
So Hardy was arrested, but he told the police that the cocaine wasn't his. And that wasn't me. It, <laughs> he went with the shaggy. <laughs> <defense. laughs> wasn't me. But his his reasoning for uh, so I'm sure they were like, well, wait, this is your wallet, right? And yeah, it's, it's my in your car. This is in your wallet in your car. He said that the night before he was paying for people and passing around his wallet, and someone must have stashed the cocaine in there. Because you all know how many times you've been at a party and you've seen a wallet getting passed around. And you thought to yourself, shit, I better put my Coke in this. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I better put my Coke in this unknown wallet. Something's going to go down. Is that Greg's wallet? Hey, put my Coke in there. I don't want to. I don't. When was the last time you paid for somebody and you were like, "Oh, I got these next two in line." So here, you guys take my wallet. Like, never, that never fucking happens. Never. I think Greg forgot that the reasonable doubt part of the defense needs to be reasonable, and his defense is fucking stupid. Yeah, he's also <laughs> irrelevant at this point. Dude's not even in the NFL, and yet you know, here we are talking about him. Yep. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Dumb NFL athletes. <laughs> Speaking of dumb, we've got ourselves a Pete Rose story. Because they never stop. Come on, Pete. This week, Pete decided he was going to send a letter to the Baseball Hall of Fame asking, no, not asking, begging to get in, begging to be put on the ballot for election to the Hall of Fame. Uh, The reason being, even though he's banned for life from baseball, he doesn't seem to understand that part of being banned for life. But there's also some type of loophole in this whole situation. two different entities. Yeah, where the Baseball Hall of Fame is not actually uh, officially associated with Major League Baseball. So it's one and then the other. So technically, even though he's banned from Major League Baseball, he's not banned from the Baseball Hall of Fame. Problem is for Pete... They're not going to go against me. Well, he is he is banned from the Hall of Fame because um, it, it was I think it was like ninety or ninety one or something mm. that the they actually the Hall the passed rule. a rule yeah. that said if you're banned from baseball, right? You're right when Pete was eligible, yeah. or was about to come eligible, right. they made the rule. Right, so basically, yeah, that's saying, true. It was always like unwritten about Shoeless Joe. Yeah, and then once Pete was eligible, it was like, uh, nope. You're, yeah, right when he was rule. right after the five years was about to be lifted, they're like, wait a minute, nope, we're we're making it hard and fast here. Yeah, you, you're not getting in. So he's writing to be like, hey, can you kind of go back on that rule? <laughs> like, I know you put that in place because of me, but can you like take it out because of me? Like, I I just really want to be in the hall. Here's what sucks about this. I've I'm. I try to defend Pete Rose as I much as I why. can, and it's getting I harder and harder years to do it. Now. It's getting so hard it's been to like do. Like three years. I Pete thought three. when he made it into the Cincinnati Hall of Fame, and he That'd was be on good TV, nope. and he said, "This is all I ever really wanted." <laughs> he's was such a liar. This. He's a he's a fucking liar. Yeah. I can't trust the man anymore. Desperation, <laughs> the new fragrance <laughs> by Pete for men. I just I can't defend him anymore. Like, dude, you like sometimes you just got to realize. You just lost. Like, well, and I still think that he's lost. going to get in the Hall of Fame. But the funny it's not part while is, he's alive to see it. Yes, that's that's it. It's that's like, how it's like Art Modell. Art Modell was not going to get in while he was alive. Yes, they they will let Pete in. Yeah, but they will not do it while he's nope, on this. Earth. He is not, not going to see it. There's no way they're not going to give him the satisfaction, and I'm fine with that. 
I believe that he should be in the Hall of Fame, but I totally, firmly believe that, no, he should never enjoy a single moment of that. <laughs> Not even on his deathbed. They'd be like, hey, Pete, we're letting you in. Because even at, like as he passes on, he'll, he will have known that he was in the Hall. No, I wanted to be like, Pete Rose was confirmed dead at 9.05. And at 9.06, they're like, Pete Rose has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's how it should be. Period. Oh, that's some cruel shit, but I can't disagree anymore. It, like he, I, He's earned that. He's, he's earned yeah, it. It's, oh, it's so hard to defend. Like, just shut the fuck up, Pete. That's just basically all he had to do like 30 years yeah. ago, and he'd been fine. If he had, at the start, been like, nah, I did it, and then, and shut, then shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up he'd probably be in the hall. That's what I'm saying. He'd have been good. <sighs> killing me, Pete. You're killing me, man. Um, yeah. He's the original Smalls. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's, uh, to end this, here's a, a nice feel-good story. For anybody who's ever been wronged, this is a feel-good story. We talked about uh, last week D'Angelo Williams stiffing a waitress on a, <laughs> on a tip. This is the story of another NFL player who uh, got a little petty, but I'm, I'm on board with it. Mike Tolbert, he's a fullback for the Carolina Panthers. He needed to have an engine replaced in one of his cars. He was told it was going to take about 10 days. After two and a half months, work still wasn't done. So he was super pissed. Claimed the owner of the shop was treating him differently for being, quote, a millionaire. So he decided that he was going to have revenge. Uh, the business put up a Facebook post claiming that he paid his $3,900 bill entirely in coins. Jang-a-lang. <laughs> so, Tolbert confirmed the story. He was like, yeah, I did. Uh, and his quote was, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, everything. I didn't even care. I didn't care one bit. I took a truckload of them and put it right there where he wanted, and I got my car towed back to my buddy's shop. I respect his petty. That <laughs> is the some, ultimate. awesome. I've wanted to do that on so many, and then, you know, bitched out and just, yeah. like, eh, I'm not going to do this. Right. Like, respect the shit out of a, a dude who's making millions. And like, you know what? You're yep. getting this and change. Fuck you. And mechanics are the worst fucking people on the planet anyway. I would right agree. next to Pete yeah. Rose, they, they've got a special spot in hell. Pete Rose and the people who tweet at players for protesting. like those. Yes, yeah, that's the trifecta. <laughs> Scared Twitter followers and Pete Rose along with mechanics. They're all just burning together there in hell. Well, they asked him if uh, he thought the owner was mad, and he said, oh, they were upset. You got to sit there and count basically four grand in coins. You'd be mad too. But they got what they asked for. <laughs> I bet mean, they won't do that again. You can't begrudge somebody. He paid his bill. He paid off the debt. $3,900. Here well, and that's go. the thing. I mean, they can be mad all day, but it, he didn't stiff them. It was to the penny. Here's what I would like to know. Did he unroll the coins first? Oh, that's I totally the would. ultimate I fuck totally you. That's would. the ultimate fuck you of, all right, I, got, I, I went to the bank. I got $3,900 in coins, which... Let's indirectly. That pisses off the bank because they don't have any coins left over after that. You got to go to a couple different banks to get thirty nine hundred dollars in coins. So he clears out four or five banks in his area. I would open up every fucking. Well, yeah. If you're going that far to ask for all the change, there's no way you're taking it to him rolled because if yeah. you hand it to him rolled, they just turn around and give it right to the bank. You Not necessarily. I back when I worked in retail, I had some guy come in and he wanted to pay his cell phone bill in coins, and I had to open up 
to make sure and they count weren't each one. I had to count each oh. one because it could be they'd yeah. like screw you over or yeah, something. So yeah. even if they're rolled, you should count them because people. I guess they're people mechanics. Would put, like, they're not that smart. They just rolled with it. <laughs> like, oh, fifty cents. Okay, fifty cents plus fifty cents, one dollar. <laughs> Three thousand eight hundred ninety nine to go. <laughs> That's so shitty, man. I feel I almost feel bad for him, but I, I don't. don't. Not uh, even a, not even a little bit. So yeah, that's uh, that's Upper Deck this week. Brought to you, as always, by Audible.com. And two petty sons of bitches. <laughs> two dudes who would gladly pay a bill and change if if I could. Given I, the opportunity. I almost kind of want to, like... I want somebody to be a dick to me. Just I feel like I'd page. get arrested for it. Though. Like <laughs> Us being regular people, we wouldn't get away with it. Somehow we'd be screwed. There was that story last year, year before last, I'm not sure, where the guy tried to pay his uh, ticket, his like speeding ticket or fine with change, oh, and they yeah. wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him do it. How do you it. not let somebody? It's still legal tender. Like it's yeah. Still, I don't know how they got away with not spent. doing it, but you know that's big government for you. <laughs> nope, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Go cash that out. <laughs> Banks cross street, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get into any other topics, we were challenged to uh, to follow a hockey team this year by Tyson Thorpe. Shout yes. out to Tyson Thorpe. Thank you for this, Tyson. I think this is a great challenge. It's going to be tough for me since I don't have cable anymore, but I'm still going to follow along. He's going to make, it, make it work. Um, but we were challenged to find a, a hockey team and follow along. The season starts on October 12th, so we are running out of time. We had a few stories that popped up throughout uh, the last couple weeks that made us lean towards different teams. Prince being a goal song, mm-hmm. Wayne's World being on a goalie's helmet. Like, there was some good shit that made me be like, well, hockey's actually kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> um, so, have you decided on a, a team, Scott? Well, some people who knew me back in my hockey-watching days are going to say it was a cop-out, but I'm doing it in response to the team that you're picking. I'm going with okay. Colorado. Colorado Avalanche. Yes, I'm going with the Avalanche. Uh, even though they recently... Well, he... Didn't fire. He walked away. Patrick Waugh, who was the goalie back in the heyday of me watching hockey. Yeah. And got into some of the fights with Chris Osgood and whatnot and the <laughs> uh, rivalry with the team that you're picking. That's why it was. I figured I'll go with Colorado because if we're going to be well, you know, well, opposing yeah. each other well, <laughs> on the show, we might as well have opposing teams. Yeah. So if you haven't figured it out yet, if you're not a hockey fan, I am going to be following the Detroit Red Wings this year. Yes. That's going to be my team that I claim. Uh, I'm doing it in honor of Gordy Howe, R.I.P. Uh, and I guess that means I guess I'm just picking Colorado to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just I literally thought when Mike said, "Well, I'm going to go with the Detroit," I was like, "Well, I guess I'll just go with Colorado then because they were <laughs> they were rivals." <laughs> I to be honest, I picked Detroit just because anytime I hear Red Wings, it makes me laugh because I think of uh, banging a girl on her period. That's what I think of every time I hear Red Wings. I've never heard that. You have never heard that no. term before? I thought you were going to say the boots. No. If you if you bang a girl on her period, that's called getting your red wings. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I feel like the more you know rainbow just went over my head. That's wow. literally, every time I hear the red wings, I laugh to myself like a, a little kid. Oh, I'm wow. like, <laughs> periods. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's three periods in hockey. I know that much. <laughs> uh, but do you know what offsides is yet? Yes. <laughs> Fucker. 
Anyways, all right, good. The rivalry is already starting here. Yes, so uh, there it is. Yeah, you'll be getting plenty of Detroit and Colorado <laughs> update throughout. I promise the not season. to make that many period jokes. I hope the rest of you got it, unlike Scott, because I felt really stupid for a second. I was like, it's it, not it, that did I, I didn't not? get it. It's just I've never heard it. I You've honestly never heard that term ever. And I'm living up in Toledo. That it's <laughs> it's hockey town south. I mean, everybody <laughs> is Red Wings fans up there. You know, one of my best friends is a Red Wings fan. Yeah. I never heard that. Were you going to pick Detroit before I said I was going to? No, I was um, never okay. going to pick Detroit right. because I, I kind of grew up hating Detroit a little bit. Mostly because everybody liked them. And to me, they were the Yankees of hockey. Because yeah. they constantly just went out and signed all of the premier free agents and got these like super teams and kept winning. And I, and I hated Detroit Fuck a yeah. little bit. I'm, I'm due to get on board with a winner here. <laughs> in, in fairness, Detroit fans, I, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. Because I'm a fucking jinx when it comes to sports teams. Yeah, like you my teams... Yeah, Detroit's not winning this year. I guarantee it because I'm following them, so they're they're out. Like you can <laughs> you can cross them off the list now. If you are going to Vegas, don't bet on Detroit because uh, it's not happening. Because this guy's on the train, and <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, so that's our hockey teams for this year. We're going to be updating you throughout the season as we learn the game of hockey. Uh, <laughs> I I feel like I'm just going to get reacquainted if anything. I. I'd, Follow it loosely enough, but I might I have to pick to up a video it. game to really, really that understand the really nuance of the game. <laughs> but <laughs> update here: we're now switching Switched to over. the uh, number three beer in our uh, October pumpkin tournament, pumpkin yeah. beer tournament. So it's on to Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale, and I gotta say, it's gonna be gonna be tough to knock off this two seed that. Spooky Tooth was really good. Really good. I um I finished it quick. I went through that one really quick and uh, got into the pumpkin ale a little bit before you. And uh, not as good as I remember it. I'm going to reserve my judgment until the end of the show. <laughs> I will say, I'll, I'll preface this by saying, I think in all of these matchups, whatever beer is drank first is going to have a huge advantage. That's true because you have the flavor yeah. for that first part and it's the first thing hitting your tongue. Yeah. Essentially. So I need to wait until we get closer to the end of this pumpkin ale. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to judge right out of the gate off the bat. I'll be up front off the bat. Spooky tooth is in the lead. Like I'll reserve judgment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so yeah. We're switching over to pumpkin ale. I think you can tell at this point. I think you tell at this point that uh, Spooky Tooth is in the lead. Uh, Let's talk MLB playoffs, man. They're they're starting up. We're recording this obviously Friday as always. So the playoffs are going to start the week that this uh, podcast comes out. We've got some some teams are cemented in. There's still some question marks about wild cards, especially in the NL. Uh, but my question to you, the Cubs win 100 games this year. They're clearly the best team in baseball. Do they win it all? God, the crappy part about you asking me that question is a buddy of mine texted me the other day and said, you know, MOB, who do you got? And uh, this, my immediate response was, well, everything's not set because everything's kind of crazy with the wild cards. True, and I'm yeah. like, that... I know that even though wild cards, but I'm like, in baseball, it's different. Wild cards in baseball do Absolutely. go on to win it all a yes. lot. 
So I was like, it's hard to say, but I, I told him if somebody put a gun to my head that my World Series picks would be Cleveland and Chicago, wow. <laughs> which is insane to think that it'd wow. be two teams that long curses going on, yeah. long droughts as far as winning, and that means one of them would win. And that would also mean that potentially in the same year that the Cavs won the championship, <laughs> that the Indians won the championship. So I feel like that's dooming that scenario. Like there's no I don't, chance. I don't that think both either one teams of them can make it. I don't think either one of them makes it to the World Series. See, okay, and I I will say that after I said that, I'm like, you know, it's not very likely because the Cubs have ran the gamut, and I know that the best team in baseball almost never makes it. <laughs> I spent plenty of years watching the Braves teams not do it, <laughs> so I know all about the best teams not making it to the World Series. But that means that only one of the two probably makes it. I don't think either one. I don't think either. The, I don't. I think the Indians lose to the Red Sox because David Ortiz. It's David Ortiz's storybook season. So I think the Indians yeah. get knocked out by the Red Sox. I think the Cubs lose in the NLCS. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because it's a very young team. They're extremely young, and I don't think they're the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, but they have the experience from last year, though. Not it's still this not isn't the their same. first rodeo. I know it's not their first rodeo, but I still don't think they have the experience to be a World Series. But, okay, so contender. then who did they lose to in the NLCS? I think maybe the the Nationals. No, Nationals have suffered too much shit. <laughs> no, I mean seriously, I would have thought I, that was a legitimate chance for that to happen, but they lost Ramos this week. They lost Strasburg a couple weeks ago. I just don't think. I think the injuries think have mounted it, at the worst possible can time. Can you for the imagine Nationals. the storyline though of Dusty Baker coaching against the Cubs <laughs> in the NLCS? Well, I could imagine it here in Cincinnati, especially. <laughs> they would love if Dusty Baker coached his next team to the World Series. I also think that oh, Dusty Jesus. would love it too. Yeah, he'd he be... he would personally mail a middle finger back to uh, Cincinnati, <laughs> and I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> I don't know. I think that I, I still think the Nationals have a shot. See, I don't, I, I don't. And the reason I picked the Cubs and the Indians, though, basically was their pitching staffs. I think that they have the pitching staffs to get there. And if they weren't injured, I would feel like Strasburg and the Nationals probably would be. Yeah. That, that would be the reason they would get there. But I'm going to give the Cubs the edge in that matchup just based off pitching. Because that's all that matters this time of year. It's true. If you've got two or three guys that are just – pretty much going to shut things down, then you don't have to worry about much else. You just have to get a few timely hits and you're good to go. So that eliminates a lot of these teams. Uh, you know, Toronto's been hot, but I, nobody can name pretty much anybody on their staff. So that eliminates them. Same thing with the Orioles. Like yeah. these teams, the, you know, I, I, the Rangers could surprise some people because they've got two at the top with uh, – They've got what's his name? Cripes. I'm forgetting. That's it. You nailed it. It's Cripes. It's, uh, <laughs> yes, Cripes coming out of the starting. It's, it's Adam Cripes. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's amazing. I think Cripes is great. Uh, and also, what's his name? He's pretty great too. That's wow. <laughs> I totally deserve that for having my brain. And the, the funniest part is, I can picture their faces, and I, I can't can't remember their names. But uh, don't worry, man. We'll edit this out. Oh, uh, it's just gonna be Cripes and what's his name? <laughs> F it. Are you talking about Hamels? Are you talking about Cole Hamels? Yes. Okay. Yes. And Hamels and you, Darvish. Is that thank who you? you? Okay. <laughs> God. 
I would, total brain fart, I would but I gave up. A dick. I, I know, a I gave up. But anyway, <laughs> they've got Darvish and Hamels, and so the, they could sneak. That's a one-two punch. That, that is a, it's a. I mean, that's a really good Yeah, that's that's the type of duo that gets you to the you know the World Series that can carry you. Because that's, so, I mean, you if you think about it, you've got them against uh, you know either Toronto or Baltimore in a five-game series. So those are two solid pitchers already off the jump. Yes. So you're you're really only worried about you're essentially counting those as two wins. So you're penciling in Texas into the ALCS. I yeah, pretty they, much. Am. I mean, I yeah, I'm with. And, you and then it's going to be Boston or Cleveland that right. that gets there. Yeah, and I like Cleveland slightly more because of the pitching. I just feel like Boston, even though they have the best offense in the league, I just feel like their pitching staff's not that good. I'm with you. I don't. I don't yeah, disagree. Price, I just feel like there's something about David Ortiz's final year. Yeah, and, and I, I the setup that team is just doing weird shit. Because I don't it's disagree last year. that. that Voodoo like a, yeah, does a, <laughs> add a little extra, but all right. So you're saying Cubs and Indians in the World Series? Yeah, that's, that's your pick. just gun to head. Like I said, that'll be my pick. And I, and I feel, but I can uh, total asterisks. Only I feel like at the end, only one of the two will make it. But I'm very set that one of those two teams will make. It. I'm going. I'm going Red Sox against the Nationals. That's my World Series pick. And that's without everything being decided. I mean, this could change dramatically within yeah, the last because week. Of the wild cards. You know, you could see. Like, I know the Mets are probably going to make it in as the, They're too the top one. They're not doing shit. Yeah. Uh, but St. Louis could sneak in as that other wild card and could disrupt some things. How shitty would that be after the Cubs dominate the Cardinals all year long? But that's how baseball goes, though. Exactly. And then the Cardinals come in in the. First round of the playoffs and Cardinals backdoor in, and then it'll and be Boston. The Cubs it'll season. be Boston and St. Louis in the World Series <laughs> again. That's where we're at now. We'll see what happens. Uh, Cleveland fans, I would just say, don't get excited yet. Yeah, know you're pumped. Don't get excited yet. Like yes. reel it back. And watch a couple Browns games. <laughs> get yourself. Remember, level you're set. still Cleveland. Like, Let's not pump the brakes. Pump the brakes, Cleveland. Hard. Uh, We'll talk about Cleveland a little bit more later on in in the show. Let's talk about this, Scott. NFL stuff. Ratings are down this year. Love it. (laughs) I I do. As the NFL guy on this show, you love love that the ratings are down. I love it because I, I know I'm part of it. Because it's gone from us, it, it's gone from a point where in college, when we used to have those arguments about college and yeah. NFL, where I wouldn't miss like an a second of NFL football yeah. on Sundays and you know even Mondays. To where now, it, give this past Sunday great example. Niners start getting blown out. I you know I was only watching the earlier games because I was watching it with Alex. We watched the Bills, and you know I had a rooting interest. We're to not going sure to talk you, about that. Make sure that you one of your picks lost. Um, <laughs> but I, I watched that game, you know, closely enough. And then by the time the Niners came on, but but that's how it's gone. By the time the four o'clock games come on, I'm kind of like, eh, okay, I get up. All right, it's so the Niners. What is what is the reasoning why you are bailing on the NFL? It's because there's things. there's some things that have have been brought up, like everybody points to the Kaepernick thing as a reason why the ratings are which down. Is which not the I don't think that's the case no. because college football ratings haven't dipped. 
Yeah. And there are college and, football and, players. Well, and that, that has nothing to do thing. with it. Anybody who says, I'm not going to watch because of Kaepernick, that's bullshit. You, yeah. weren't, you either are going to watch or you weren't going to watch for some other I reason. agree. Yeah. I think it's because there's there's too many games. The, the Thursday night game, making every team play a Thursday night game, was stupid. The quality is awful. It, it doesn't need to be. It, it was kind of a big deal when it started, you know, okay, you've got all those Thanksgiving Thursday games. Cool. That was a thing. Then you had it where the Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving game kind of kicked off the Thursday games, and from then on you had Thursday games. Okay, cool, because it only lasted two months. As soon as they switched to the every Thursday thing, I, I felt like everything went down a little bit because now you've watered it down. You've got all these mandatory Thursday night games, and the Thursday night games are awful. They are bad. Ways. They're just not watchable most of the time. I only watch when the Niners play. I do not watch any other Thursday night games because they're just that bad. And I the watch. home teams almost always win those Thursday night yeah. games. So there's that. You've got the officiating that's just gotten horrendous. It's, it's so bad. It's gotten just to the point of I expect blown calls when I'm watching. And that's bad. It, it, it went, <laughs> Especially it went from, with review. Like, yeah, you, it went from a world replay. where we didn't have replay, and I'd be like, man, you know, it'd be great if you had replay too. Man, I wish we didn't have replay because we have replay and the calls are still blown. Yeah. Um. In so you've got the quality of play. You've got the uh, the replay, or you've got the officials just terrible calling. And I think it's just it's just gotten to be too much. They like they moved the bar too far. They they tried to get too big too fast. They wanted to move a team to London. They wanted to move a team, you know, they rumored to move a team to China. It's like, how much expansion do you really need? And everybody ex- expected that, well, f- everybody would just keep watching football, but at some point you just get bogged down by it. And I, I'm so sick of all the scandals. You know, we talked about Greg Hardy, the Ray Rice thing. All of these things just start to add up. You just get fatigued by it. And Roger Goodell bumbles everything at every turn. For me, it just you just get to a point where you're just tired of it all. So when I'm watching the games, I'm watching them so passively, expecting something to go wrong. And then when it does, it just validates everything for me. I'm like, see, this is why I, don't, I just don't care anymore. As somebody who was never really into the NFL, I kind of look at this as, oh, good, everybody else is waking up and realizing this isn't as great as everybody has said it was from the start. Well, I feel like it was great at a point and then they got greedy and it's gotten, you know, it got too big and now it, it, the bubble burst essentially. Like I don't, you know, we talked about Thanks it during a lot, the Obama. baseball, <laughs> right? Thanks a lot. <laughs> we talked about it during that baseball episode and I said that at some point I felt like the NFL was going you to start call coming that out. back did, to the yeah, back. You said and that. And I didn't think it would happen overnight. And, and you add in the fact that you've got guys now, you know, as more and more is known about CTE and concussions, these yeah. guys are saying, fuck this, I'm out and retiring earlier or making decisions based on their health and not playing or what what have you, it, you know, it, that's not by accident. That's not a mistake. Right. When these guys start doing that, I said, that's the start of a trend. That's not, that's not going to be a one-off thing. And, you know, my brother and I have a lot of these conversations, and he, you know, one, thought I was being too dramatic about, you know, my football watching thing and how much I bitched about things not being as good as they had been. And two, that he thought, you know, oh, well – 
it's just an anomaly that these guys are retiring at these times and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, this is the beginning of something. Yeah. Guys are going to start having shorter careers. And when you have guys having shorter careers, especially, you know, superstars and household names, it's hard to replace that. It's not easy to just keep replacing Hall of Fame guys time after time. So then the quality goes down and your interest goes down. It's just, it's a cumulative effect of all these things. It just becomes fatigue. I think it's funny that it that people are fatiguing on the NFL, but they're not fatiguing on college. And college is doing the same sort of thing. College has their Thursday night game. They have their Friday night games. They have Saturday all day long. They may not have as much as the NFL, but I feel like college is expanding. You. I feel like the college game is like, hey, we've got these Thursday night games if you're interested. If not, no big deal. Well, we'll, that's we'll because, be on Saturday. That's because they don't want to go up against the NFL. They don't want to which, step on the NFL's toes. Which is fine, but they offer it at those certain times and are more, like, more or less take it or leave it, whereas the NFL is like, no, here's this Thursday night game, and if you miss it, you're missing out. But that's, that's where they're at now. But once you see these ratings start dropping, wouldn't be surprised if the NCAA is like, hey, we got a good Thursday night game. You don't need to watch this bullshit that you're going to see. And Maybe, but and usually shitty. a Thursday night game, some Mac game. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is normally, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if they Shout start. Shout out to Toledo. For <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they start switching shit up. You've got, at the time of this recording, you have Stanford and Washington, two top ten teams this year playing right now. On a Friday night. On a Friday night. Well, that's high school. That's high school. Exactly. On, yeah. That's high school football night. You got two top 10 teams playing. Crazy because I didn't even know that they were playing until today. Yeah. <laughs> the NCAA is going to start pushing that. You're going to see better matchups on Thursday to compete with the NFL. And uh, it's either going to drive the NFL ratings down even further or you're going to see the NCAA, uh, like the college ratings, drop as well. Which yeah. is also possible. I think that's the other shoe that would fall here. Either people are just like, all right, well, fuck the NFL. I'll just watch college ball. Or they're just turning away from football altogether. And celebrations. <laughs> I know I'm dropping that in. Just like extra. I just thought about that. The, the whole NFL being so anti-celebration and, you know, just they're anti-anything fun, anti-anything expression. And they will find the shit out of people for things that are just ludicrous. And you just find loopholes. It's just, it's all that stuff, man. Well, guys can't be twerking in the end zone. There's kids watching or whatever. can't be twerking, but also make sure your socks are the same color. Oh, but, oh, you hit your wife? All right, we're going to just sweep that under the rug. Yeah, no, that's cool. But don't dance. Don't you dance. Don't don't celebrate (laughs) out here. Don't make this fun. Fucking idiots! Uh, you want to talk about your picks last week? No, I do. I want. I want to talk <laughs> you about your, I want to talk about your picks last week. You had Michigan State over Wisconsin. Man, uh, fuck Smarty. That was a loss. Uh, and then you had in the Battle of Pennsylvania. You God, had Pittsburgh over Philadelphia. St- fucking Steelers. You know what? Fucking rookies, man. Wentz is he the real deal? Let's let's real quick. Uh, is Philadelphia the real deal? Yes or no? Is Philadelphia the real deal, yes. or is Wentz the are real the, deal? Are the Eagles the real deal this year? They are undefeated going I think, into their bye week. I yes do no. actually think that the Eagles are the real deal, but not because of Wentz. I think because of their defense, that's what makes them the real deal. I think that they can win the East based off their defense, and Wentz is playing very well, so that helps. He's, 
He's playing very well. I don't think they win the East because eventually he's going to realize he's a rookie and he's going to. But that's the thing. I I think that even though he does, the defense is good enough to overcome it in in that division. Because in that division, who are you talking about? The Cowboys with Prescott and the Giants. Who la la la? Nobody (laughs) knows what you're going to get from the Giants week to week. And then there's the uh, the Skins. Well, we'll talk about the skins here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you went over two last week. I, I, I went full on Mike Berlon, and you, you know did. what they say: you never go full Mike Berlon. <laughs> but I went full Mike Berlon. You did go full Mike Berlon. Yeah. I was able to scrape uh, scrape across a win when Stanford beat UCLA. But Arizona keeps their streak alive <laughs> of not winning in Buffalo. <laughs> Lost Alex to Buffalo. Was so happy to, yeah. to have that one. Well, that he line. was sure to give me a little jab on Facebook about it. So, Alex, I apologize, but apparently <laughs> that's my thing is just to piss off our listeners and pick against their team. So, where are the standings at? That's what everybody wants to know. Standings where? right now, I am two and four. Scott, you are three and three. Son of a bitch. So we are closing the gap. I'm I'm gaining ground little by little. <laughs> Uh, we'll see how this week goes. Uh, do you want to you want to hit up some predictions for this week? You want to let, let's check shake out? up let, let's shake up Miss Cleo's ball. I'm not shaking up a fucking you ball. Shake <laughs> it up, you son of a bitch. Although I told you to last week, and I, yeah, I, I did all that real well for you. <laughs> let's shake up this ball, Owen. Oh, too. Oh fuck me! All right, who you got in your uh, college game this week? Well, uh, let's look into the ball here. Let's look at the guy. I see a swarm of bees, Mike. Oh, and they're that's and weird. they're flying a crazy, unusual pattern. Oh, not, not really forward or backwards, but holy shit, they're just kind of all over the place. The that's wind weird. is ferocious. I mean, it's tossing things left and right. There's trees swaying. What the shit is going on? <laughs> oh wait, and everything stopped. That's even weirder. It is weird. Oh man, I, I, and they go again. Oh damn it, they're. They're everywhere again. The, the wind's just kicking them back up. <laughs> oh, must have been that they were in the eye of a quiet hurricane. Oh. That can only mean one thing. Uh. That the Yellow Jackets are going to get their asses kicked <laughs> this week by the Miami <laughs> Hurricane. In fact, they're screwed. Number 14 Miami, the Hurricanes, they're going to take care of business down in the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, 28-17. to 17. I'm impressed that you think Georgia Tech is going to score 17 points in that game. That's the impressive part to that prediction. Garbage That's impressive. time. <laughs> Garbage time. <laughs> All right, let me look into this crystal ball and see what I see for the uh, college football outlook here. Um, Scott, I think I'm, I think I'm way more of a man than I've ever been before. Doubt it. <laughs> you dick. Uh, I have a much better beard. Like I have, a, I have a bad beard, but now I've got like a good, strong beard. A man's beard. Yeah, like a a dude's beard. Like, oh, that's a good beard. I, uh, I don't know why I'm wearing clothes that I made myself out of animals I killed. Or I got a coonskin cap on. <laughs> oh, I get it. I'm a I'm a mountaineer. I'm a mountaineer. So that I I'm having clearly... sex with your cousin. <laughs> Yep, God damn it, West by God, Virginia. That's how we do it in West Virginia. Uh, so that must mean one thing. West Virginia is going to beat Kansas State this weekend. Because you have a nice beard? Because I am a mountaineer. Oh. I'm, 
I've taken the shape of the mountaineer. Uh, and is it an, an Irish beard? Is it red? No, in this uh, in this crystal ball, it's not red because it's oh. more manly. Oh, <laughs> noted. <laughs> West Virginia over Kansas State, twenty-one ten. <laughs> All right, that's definitive. I'm gonna look back in the crystal ball for the old NFL pick this week, and uh, ah, shit. Here's the game I've been waiting for. Smug ass <laughs> Cowboys coming on into Levi like they own the damn place. Spurs up. I see uh, all the stands all nice and mostly empty like 49ers fans are wont to do these days. Lots of oh, shit. There's a whole bunch of blue though. Ooh. Lots of lots of stars. Damn it. Son of a bitch. Ah oh, shit. It's pretty much what I expected. Oh my god, don't do it! Ezekiel Elliott just DDT'd Blaine Gabbard at midfield. <laughs> That's going to put a hampering on my boys this week. That's not going to go well. But I don't think it fucking matters. Blaine or no Blaine, <laughs> Dez or no Dez, all that shit we talked this week about whether or not Dez's MRI got taken care of and whether or not he pussied out on taking it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they could have me and Mike at wet out this week because <laughs> the Cowboys are going to curb stomp my 49ers. I'm sorry, man. And it won't be a close game. 31-10 oh, is what I see. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds terrible. I'm not, but fuck them boys. <laughs> All right, let me see what the, uh, the crystal ball says for the NFL for me. I, uh, I see it's not as Bill's game. I see a game that nobody gives a shit about. Oh, it might be a Bills game. <laughs> it's not the Bills. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go against the Bills two weeks in a row. Uh, but this is a uh, this is a game where uh, it's very low scoring. Nobody seems to give a shit what's going on. Uh, it doesn't make any difference at the end of the year. At the end of the year, nobody gives a shit about this game. Nobody looks at this one like, oh, this is the one that did it for us. Uh, it's the Browns, the Browns and the Redskins, two R- bottom feeders. RG three <laughs> starting for which team? Which team is he starting? Funny for? you say that, because I see RG three standing in the middle of the field, and he's taking a shit. He's taking a shit right on the middle of the field. On the middle of the field, or on his ex-wife Rebecca? <laughs> which one? <laughs> It's the field. Oh, okay. She's in the stands, though. Uh, Cheering him on? No, she's very upset about ah. his new girl. She wants his, She wants some laser tattoo removal going on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's taking the shit in the middle of the field, so that can only mean one thing. That can only mean that the Browns take a dump on the Redskins this week, and the Browns win this game 17 nothing. Oh, my God. You just predicted a Browns win. I predicted a Browns win. Well, look, here's why I did this. I have gone against... Because the ball fucked you. (laughs) Miss Cleo is definitely screwing with you. Miss Cleo showed me the Redskins, and I was like, no, I'm going against what you say, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck with that one. Uh, It's the Browns over the Redskins. I'm telling you, it's going to happen because... I have gone against fans of this show way too much. So I'll tell you what, fans, those are two terrible jerseys squaring off against one another. They are pretty bad. They're really bad. 
So let's recap here. I have West Virginia over Kansas State this weekend, and I have the Browns over the Redskins getting their first win of the year. Fuck yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> and I've, I've got Miami beating Georgia Tech. Shocker. And going out on a super limb and saying that my Niners are going to get destroyed by the Cowboys. Both of your picks are fucking, you're like guaranteed to go 2-0 and this week. Such horse shit. No, that's the thing. Because this will be one of the games the Niners find a way to fucking win. And they'll fuck me in my own picks. I'll be like, yay, the Niners won. Oh, but I'll look like an asshole on the show for not only picking against my team, picking the team that I hate most to have beat them. So, you know. My question in this game, how high does Ezekiel Elliott's shirt get? Uh, It's got to get really high, right? Right underneath the pecs. (laughs) Right underneath the pecs. But more importantly, he rushed for what, 170 last week, 140? He rushed for something stupid last week. It's not going to be good. Well, if it makes you feel any better, my Bengals have the Cowboys after that, and they're probably going to get waxed. Yeah. Because they have a So I've been on Twitter demons. popping off every time uh, we have a score for Carlos Hyde. Yeah. I'll just put Carlos Hyde is greater than Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> just for the Ohio State factor, just, just to say it because, you know, Carlos Hyde is a niner. And so <laughs> this game, I guess we're going to find out which former Ohio State back is the best. We'll find out. My uh, guess is that it'll be Elliot just because his team is better. It's not a fair comparison. It really but yeah, isn't. But uh, yeah, I think Elliot is going to win this matchup. As much as I wish he wouldn't for my sake in the the bet, which by the way, we still haven't decided on a bet. We, uh, we've gotten two suggestions so far, both from Joe, a slap bet and eating something really hot. So if you have an idea for a bet for Scott and I for the rest of these uh, Miss Cleo picks, send them our way. Tweet at us. Send us a Facebook message. Whatever. We're open to suggestions at this point because I really don't want to get hit in the face and I really don't want to eat a hot potato chip. Well, we've already suggested that the hot thing is not going to happen. We were were on board with the chip, though. We were like, maybe the chip because it's five bucks. Yeah. But shit, I don't want to eat that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have an idea for I'm a bet. Take so much shit for the Hamels, so you Darvish thing. I just <laughs> keep thinking back to that. Like, good God. What a mental error. The baseball guy couldn't the, even the, remember it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The, that was the, so awful. It's the guy that does the... What's his name? And the Asian guy. <laughs> yeah. I might as well have said that. I'd been better off. Good Lord. Brian Berglund, friend of the show, is going to call you out on that. He's a Rangers fan. He's going to be like, is he? really? This oh, fucking guy? Really? So, yeah. Brian, apologize. Well, made it even worse is I kept I'm like, sitting there picturing Hamill's face. I'm like, you know, the guy that used to like strike out 20 against the Braves <laughs> every time he faced them. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, man. Let's get into Consumer Can It. This is an important part of the show. For the first time ever, this is like... This a means big something. deal. Yeah, this consumer candidate is it it's not, it's, <laughs> it's not just like, hey, that's your opinion. All right, whatever. That's just like your opinion, man. This this is like <laughs> you better fucking pick my beer to move yes. on in this tournament that you created out of nowhere. Uh so So fathead yes. or dogfish. So here's how we're doing this tournament. Uh we we have two beers, obviously, each show. And that's going to go... The winner goes on, and we're going to pick it in Consumer Can It. 
and the winner moves on to the championship round. The loser goes on to the third place round. So the losers bracket. Yeah, there will be a losers bracket that will happen uh, the third week of October. But for now, we have Fathead Spooky Tooth, the number two seed, versus Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale, the number three seed. You go first. Dude, this wasn't even close for me. <laughs> I already know how it's going to go. It this. wasn't even close. Like, all right. I'm Dogfish a, Head should have never got off the bus. T- <laughs> that's, that's really how I feel. I mean, it's a. don't get me wrong. I think Dogfish Head, if Dogfish Head was on its own and I was consuming or canning it, I would consume Dogfish Head as a, it's because I think this pumpkin beer is a good pumpkin beer. It's not overly spiced. It's. Pretty no. true to the pumpkin flavor, but compared to the Spooky Tooth, it ain't even fucking close. Spooky Tooth, by a mile, this, cruises into the finals. You said you'd consume uh, this if it was standing on its own. I can tell you yeah. right now, as a pumpkin ale, I wouldn't even consume it. You wouldn't consume it. You would no, can it. But, no. The reason being is this just tastes like a plain old like red ale. It doesn't have any pumpkin flavor to it almost whatsoever. I, you know, I don't know if it's because we drank the Spooky Tooth prior and that had so much that it drowns this one out. But Could just be. the entire time I've been drinking this, I'm like, it, it's a decent ale. It, it tastes like a red ale, but there's nothing inherently pumpkin about it. And yeah, it's Spooky Tooth destroys this. like So there we go. Destroys it. <laughs> this is a Cowboys 49ers matchup this week. <laughs> and Spooky Tooth is the Cowboys. God, we it were, hurts me to say that. We were really worried about a tie here. Like We were concerned we were. that there was going to be some ties. And we were we, trying to figure out we what came we up with tiebreaker scenarios, case. but yeah. there's no need. Uh, Spooky Tooth runs away with round one. Yes. Uh, so to the loser's bracket with you, Dogfish Head. To the loser's <laughs> bracket. So here's what's shitty about this. That means we have to drink this again. We, have we to do, drink. but I feel like because it's the first loser, it gets to go first in the next round. It just so happens. It's, well, well, it's the wait, higher hang on. Maybe. What if what if Wirebacher loses and oh, then Wirebacher is the number one seed in the losers bracket? I think the higher seed goes first. Yes, in the every higher matchup. seed does go first in every matchup. So we'll see. We'll see where Pumpkinhead uh, okay. nets out. But as of right now, Spooky Tooth moving on easily. <laughs> yeah, not uh, a even, no doubter. No, not even a question on that one. This is when y'all turned off <laughs> halfway through the second half. There was no doubt. I liked. I mean, I knew from the start. As soon as you took that sip, and you were like, "I'm gonna reserve my judgment." I knew. <laughs> I knew exactly yeah. how you were voting. I was like, "All right, well, maybe I gotta cleanse the palate a little bit no. from the the fat." To no, no, Spooky Tooth is uh, way better of a pumpkin beer. So if you're deciding between Dogfish Head and uh, Fat Head Spooky Tooth, the battle of the heads goes to Fat Heads. I feel like we underplayed that until just we now. We did. Holy shit. How did it take us an hour and nine minutes to realize that? The battle of the heads. It's just like know. the fucking the miss on yeah. the Java man cometh. I feel so stupid. I don't even want to bring that up again. That it was so bad. No, I got to. We have to address the fact that we We sucked. Up. We missed the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia reference. We fucking. It was right there in front Two of us. Two fans of the show, too. Yeah. Be different if, you know, I was like, oh, I'm black. I've never watched that show because it's super white. But I love that show. And 
We thought about it before we the show and then didn't time. say a single word about it. We totally fucked up on that. Um, yeah, so this has been uh, another episode of Craft Brew Sports. We got we got Spooky Tooth and we got Colorado and Detroit. Look forward to that lots all season. Of, yeah, there's lots of this has been a, a jam packed episode. It's been all over we the place. We crammed too. a bunch of shit in this and episode. And one day I'm going to remember you, Darvish. No, you're not. No. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to say, and I'm going to remember his running mate, Cole Hamill, but <laughs> nope. apparently not. Nope. You're not going to remember that at all. It's going to nope. be that dude and the other dude. <laughs> <laughs> that guy in the Asian. <laughs> Forever and always. Uh, well, this has been another episode of Craft Root Sports. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, hit us up. Uh, subscribe, rate, review the show. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud. We're all over the place. Hit us up. Share the episodes with your friends. Make sure you're uh, and keep drinking them pumpkin beers. <laughs> yeah, don't be, don't hate on pumpkin beers. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Hit us up on Facebook. Uh, send us a uh, an email if there's a beer you want us to drink. I got to be honest though, we're set for the rest of the year. We're golden on beers for the rest of the year. We may introduce something for December for Christmas beer type thing. Yes. Uh, but we're golden for November. We're yeah. set. We got a surprise coming. It's so a good one. F- follow us on Twitter. Uh, hit us up on Facebook if you want some sneak peeks on what's coming in November. This has been Craft Brew Sports. Thanks a lot, everybody. Cheers. We out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.